Okay, welcome back, true believers. Uh, that's a pretty good intro. So, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is the show where we choose a genre every month and choose, honestly, this month we went for the best. <laughs> well, the newest and best comic book movies that we could find. So, we have been talking about this. We have alluded to this movie for many, many episodes. So, folks, we sat down. And we watched again, because I bought it on Blu-ray and DVD, Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the full name. Okay, there's no number or anything like that. Nope. So, this is the third movie in the Tom Holland trilogy, and actually the first, what, I think Marvel movie with the same director doing the, the a trilogy. Because everything else, like any other trilogy, they change. No one director has done all three. And this hmm. director, he actually did did them all. Uh, John Watts. Interesting. He's done all three, so that's pretty cool that he, you know, the same idea, the same person, you know, came out and was like, I want it to go this way and do this and that. That's awesome. It worked really well for a complete story start to finish. Yes. So this one is, is a weird one. So we'll talk about where you need to be watching into this movie. Uh, but this one's an odd one because, as we said before, Spider-Man isn't Marvel. He still isn't Marvel, technically, right? Um, so, I mean, he's Marvel, but he is not owned by Disney. Oh, he's not Disney. He, That's technically what Yes. He belongs to Marvel. He is a Marvel property. He is and for, forever will be. But he is currently owned by Sony. And Sony, for good reason, refuses to give up the rights for Spider-Man. So they are willing to share, kind of, most of the time, pretty well with Disney, at least this go-around. In the past, they have not wanted to share. They have not given any fucks about what Disney wanted. But with all of the events that led up to um, Infinity War and Endgame... Disney really couldn't... Disney needed Spider-Man. Yes. In those movies. In the lead-up to those movies, um, the character of Spider-Man is very important. In the comics, they wanted him in the movies, so Disney brokered a deal with Sony, and because Sony's other ventures into the superhero genre have just failed miserably for years and years and years... Disney was like, look, we'll help you out, we'll get you where you need to be, and we'll just split it. Like, you let us put Spider-Man in our movies, and we will help you with your solo Spider-Man movies so that they are the biggest hits ever, and we can kind of share intellectual property, essentially, because... If you've seen the poster for No Way Home, you'll notice Doctor Strange is in it. And Doctor Strange is definitely a Disney property, right? He's been in Infinity War and Endgame and his own movie and he's several of his own movies. Like, yeah, so they figured out a, a way to kind of come to terms with it, I guess. Yeah. I don't particularly like it because... As soon as Sony decides, oh, well, Disney's not giving enough, giving us enough money, or Disney decides they just really want the character and aren't willing to share anymore, 
it's gonna be a clusterfuck and it's gonna be bad for fans because we're gonna get you know seven different versions of spider-man and they're all gonna be bad because sony can't make a movie so well i i get that i hate sometimes that disney just has everything and it's kind of their thing they they love having everything so they can do it and they do a really good job it's not like they're fucking up well, Star Wars, maybe the movies aren't good, but their shows, hooray. But I, I don't know. I Sony needs to figure out how to make something good and continue it. So hopefully Sony, you know, they're on the bike and the training wheels are off and Disney just nudged them just right and hopefully they can ride down the street without falling into a ditch or rolling into the street and getting hit by a car. Hopefully. You'd think that. But Disney helped with Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2. Sorry. Uh, what is it? Homecoming Homecoming and Far From Home. Far From Home. And those were great. And then Sony was like, cool, we don't need your help with Venom 2. And who saw Venom 2? Oh, that's right. Nobody (laughs) did. So, clearly Sony has not learned to accept the help, you know, to ask for help, to accept the help, whatever. Like, I don't know. It's all over the place. And Spider-Man not being with the rest of the Marvel world is concerning for the future of Spider-Man. For, like, what we're going to get down the line. Because there are a lot of really cool crossovers, especially with the stuff that Marvel is doing now with their young Avengers. We'll get. Well, we're gonna guess that's what, that's what they're doing because we're getting an Iron Heart and we have Miss Marvel. And yeah, we have... they're, they're aiming for that. It's a lot of young kids. Yeah. So you know, when you think of a young superhero, you think of Spider Man. So you know, they're gonna have to figure out a way, a workaround for it. They're gonna have to broker another deal with Sony to figure it out. Hopefully, we'll get a Miles Morales. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So the. I don't think it was the original name. It was the placeholder name for this movie was Serenity Now. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense that you have to change the name because if they just walked in and was like, hey, can you get No Way Home put on these like placards when we're working on this movie? They're like, oh, shit. Ah, Spider-Man 3. Blah, 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 blah. You know, so just, hey, get the placards and make them say Serenity Now. Makes sense. So if you haven't seen any of the Spider-Man movies, that's absurd. They're not bad. Uh, this one is probably the best one absolutely and then one two is but usually with sequels they get kind of weird but this spider-man tom holland spider-man he is weird he's taking a taking a newer route for his intro we don't see uncle ben get shot i don't even fucking know if uncle ben was responsible or if he just died of like cancer or something it sounds like it wasn't a bad way he went out. And we've never even seen him. Tom yeah. Holland's never even, as far as we know. I think someone acknowledges that there him. was a Ben. Because someone says Ben. Like, oh, you know, his uncle is gone. I'm like, okay, so he was real. He, he is a people. But we just have Aunt May with this one. And when you first meet Spider-Man in this world in Civil War, he already has his powers. There's no, oh, no, I got bit by a spider and now I'm changing. No, no. Tony... Stark finds him, and he's like, hey, you're that weird kid, he's like recording, and he's like, yeah, I, I I, don't know, I'm really strong, and all this stuff, and he's like, cool, hey, come with me, <laughs> we're gonna go fight, you know, Captain America, he's like, okay, 
and that's it. And so when we start his solo films, that's where we, you know, that's where we go. And he's building up villains and going to other countries and breaking stuff. You know, being being a Spider-Man. That's what Spider-Man does. He gets places. He saves the day. But boy, howdy, he is always late and things break. And in this movie, he's late and things break. <laughs> that's kind of his his fucking thing. So, uh, yes. You probably do have to see the second movie. It ties in. It this movie starts right after Far from uh, yeah Far from Home. Yeah, uh, and we get to meet up with Mysterio, and that Mysterio, and it's really funny. Uh, he is out acting like he was a good guy from an alternate reality, and he actually brings up six one six. He's the first one to say it, and people were like, "Holy shit!" They're talking about the multiverse. It still ain't right, and later on we find out that Mysterio's a con man. He's like, yeah. I'm not from another universe. I just want to break stuff that Tony Stark owns. And it's like, oh, man, that was a really good lie. Yeah. <laughs> and actually a really on-the-nose lie, because later on it's like, oh, this is 616. I'm like, where the fuck did you hear that? So we learn at the end that Mysterio, after getting his ass kicked by Spider-Man and helping Spider-Man work on his spider sense... Because I guess before that, well, he wasn't that good at it. But now he can close his eyes and make it through a room with scary stuff everywhere. So yeah. Mysterio had one more trick. And he takes off his mask. He's like, hey, it's me, Mysterio, your best, your favorite superhero since everyone else is dead. Hey, Spider-Man is about to kill me. I'm dying. And you know who he is? Peter Parker. And then he dies. <laughs> and then that movie ends. And Peter's like, what the fuck? And then the movie ends. So that's where we start with a whole lot of issues coming with the fact that, oh no, people know who Spider-Man is. There are tons of comic books where that happens. The Civil War comic book, he reveals his identity because he's like, well, I'm part of the group that wants to get there to register. Because Tony talks to him and brings him in and tells him that, hey, you, we should be registering our names. And he's like, okay. So... Peter registers, and he's like, oh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, cool. And then his family gets assassinated, because all the bad guys know who the fuck he is. Yeah. And that's why you wear a mask. So it's funny, uh, Kingpin, he actually put the hit out on Aunt May. So Peter went to the prison, took off his suit. Well, he left his pants on. He took his mask and his shirt off and proceeded to beat the fuck out of Kingpin. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. I could spray this web fluid into your throat and suffocate you from the inside out. I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to beat your ass and leave you here. Just so you know, I can come back anytime and finish you off. King Bane's like, God damn. And then he just leaves. And no one stops him because you can't stop Spider-Man. When he really wants to fight, he really wants to hit you, no one can stop him. The he comics. Is, he's absurdly strong. Even in this, when he got serious, he's absurdly strong. So... He's constantly holding back because if he punches somebody normal, the way he wants to punch you, your jaw will fly off. So I will say, if you have not, if you are unaware, I guess, of the general what's happening in the MCU leading up to this point of No Way Home, there are some movies that you should probably watch. Uh, take take some time and watch before you sit down and watch No Way Home because a lot of stuff is not going to make sense. High on the list, I super recommend Infinity War and Endgame. If nothing else, if you have not watched the other 22 movies that lead into Infinity War Endgame, 
I guess that's fine. But as far as Spider-Man's story goes and to understand where he's at in Far From Home and all of these different things and what's going on in his life, you need to watch Infinity War and Endgame to understand the blip and the crazy shit that happened with Thanos and all of this weird shit that's going on. Right before that, assuming you have tons of time, watch Spider-Man Homecoming. That will give you an understanding of Spider-Man's relationship to Iron Man. And then you'll understand what's going on here. So you get Spider-Man and Iron Man's relationship in Homecoming. Then watch Infinity War and Endgame and see how that turns out. (laughs) Then watch Far From Home, which is Spider-Man's Tom Holland's second movie. um, And you kind of understand just how overwhelmed he is at the beginning with everything that has happened and how completely overwhelmed he is at the end, like Otis said, because Mysterio gives away his secret identity. And that brings us all the way to No Way Home. And if nothing else, I recommend at least those four films before you watch No Way Home At least go read a synopsis about them so you understand kind of what's been happening in Spider-Man's life and where he is emotionally and psychologically at the start of this film. So talking about this movie, I think I've said it when we reviewed, I think it was the, I don't think we've done a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. We didn't do Homecoming. Yeah, so this is the first Tom Holland movie. So... Going into this movie when we watched it, we went to the theater, I always thought that he was a weird Spider-Man. And I say weird in the way of, he got a lot of stuff. If there was a storyline with Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man, and then after that, when Dr. Octopus had his body, and <laughs> and Dr. Octopus wanted to be a better Spider-Man, so he became Superior Spider-Man. But around that time, Peter actually was being successful for once. That's the superpower of Spider-Man, not being lucky. He is horrible luck-wise with life and money. But he actually got money for once, and he didn't have to worry about being poor. And everybody disliked it. Everybody's like, but he's supposed to be poor and sad. That's kind of his thing. And this Spider-Man, he's pretty successful. He's got tons of like people that love him, and he's got an Iron Man suit that's Spider-themed, and... All this cool shit. Like, Tony left him stuff for him to use. And I'm like, the whole time when I'm watching these movies, I'm like, fuck, people love him. That's so weird for Peter Parker to have people that love him. And throughout this movie, they I understand why they went this route. Because Sony, we'll talk about later, but I think Sony had a really good idea. I think this was a Sony idea, but we'll talk about it later. But, uh, Katie, I don't know if you know, but the original idea for this movie was going to be a space adventure because of the end of far from home with the scrolls so he was gonna be in space probably i don't know doing something with fury and the scrolls you know but then they decided they were gonna do secret invasion so they scrapped that idea for to make a tv show with fury and stuff which I, that's fine and like we said in the dr strange review america chavez was supposed to be in this movie and as you know, her power, she can open up multiverse portals. That is a very important thing in this movie. And they find another way to make multiverse portals. And so 
it makes sense. So uh, if you're listening to this review now, you haven't seen this movie, you absolutely have seen memes out there. So, I mean, we're still going to... Unless gonna... somehow you haven't been on the internet for like a solid year. Yeah, it's it's wild, <laughs> but I mean, we'll, we'll pussyfoot around the thing until we get there, just like with Doctor Strange, because I know people have seen memes of that, but we'll pussyfoot around that, but... It, it's a good movie. So, Katie, what did you think about No Way Home? I absolutely loved it. I freaked out in the theater many, many times uh, because of all the cool shit that is happening. And it was just perfect. Like, <laughs> as a Marvel fan, th- they couldn't have done better, I don't think. Like, it was it was so good. What about you? So, oh, I loved it. It was great. The My biggest gripe, and this is like I said, was with Peter. Uh, his choices in this movie. I know he's supposed to be a high school kid, but there's a reason he acts so not responsible. And as we learned when I talk about a very important scene in the movie, there, there's a reason he's so careless. Not outwardly like, oh, I don't give a shit. He's just, he doesn't think about his next step when he does things. That's very unbecoming of a Spider-Man character. But like I said, he's a weird one. He's a farm fresh Spider-Man. And later on, we understand why he's so the way he is and why things change. But I love the movie. The cameo's out of the ass. And I don't think that's going to be a a recurring thing in these movies. That's the thing. When you deal with multiverse stuff, and if you want to actually have a wild movie, you put cameos in. Like, you know, that's the thing. And having cameos pop up in multiverse stuff, for Marvel, it's kind of a... They don't do that a lot. Now, DC, they have been doing crisis stories for decades. DC does this all the time. You will fight, and then there'll be 15 Batman come out. Or 5 billion Supermen come out. And they just do work. That's what you do. So it's really cool Marvel is accepting the fact that Hey, fuck it. Let's have bad guys from this old movie come back because it's multiverse. You can do that. You know, there's choices out there. And I think because of Black Panther passing away, uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away, I think this is how we're going to get our new Black Panther. Or maybe they'll just go with M'Baku. But... Or Shuri. I don't like her in real life, so... I don't really want her to be Black Panther. But that's just me. That's personal. But, yeah, she could do that. Um, but I just think with a lot of these stories, they're going to pull from this multiverse stuff. Unfortunately, just like with Thanos and the Stones, we're going to get to a point where they will never talk about multiverse stuff again. Just like they will never talk about the Stones again. Just like they'll never talk about time travel. Which, <laughs> Kevin Feige's like, this is not a time travel movie. And then it was. That last Avengers movie was a time travel movie, but I digress. This movie is absolutely amazing. Uh, it's it's great. It looks really good. Uh, the kids, you know, Zendaya, I think she's a pretty good Mary Jane. They're all young, so uh, I, I enjoyed them talking to each other. The scenes where he's not in the Spider-Man suit fighting were actually pretty funny. Uh, I understand new movies, you can't just have the suit on forever. I swear to God, and like the old Spider-Man movies... They didn't take that mask off all the time. When he was not in the suit, Tobey Maguire showing his face. But when he was in the suit fighting, 
he had it on in the final fight. The mask does get ripped, so... But they find any reason for Tom Holland not to have that goddamn mask on. And I get it, you know? You're paying him a tons of money. Show his fucking face, so... But no, I, I loved it. The story, you know... He, he's a young Peter that trusts people, and I think that's really stupid sometimes. But anyway, we'll get through this story. So, uh, just talking about the people starring in the movie. We got Tom Holland's and Daya Benedict Cumberbatch. Hey, Doctor Strange is in this. Uh, we got John Favreau. Happy. Jamie Foxx. Willem Dafoe. Oh, man. He is the best Green Goblin. Benedict Wands in this bad boy. Marissa Tomei. Whew, she is the best Aunt May. Well, she's the youngest one. All the other Aunt Mays were old and decrepit. So Don't forget Alfred Molina. Oh, yeah. Alfred Molina. I can't believe I skipped that. So we get bad guys from other movies. Other What's Spider the, Thomas movies. Hayden Church is in it, too. Oh, yeah. Sandman. Yeah. And I don't know the other guy's name. The crocodile, reptile, oh, uh, dinosaur guy. Reese. I don't know that guy's, the actor's name. I remember him from The Replacements. He was the kicker. And he was a... Soccer player. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember him from. So, uh, yeah, we'll get through this story and then we can finally talk about things. So, so after the last movie with Far From Home, when Mysterio's like, hey, Peter Parker, he's going to kill me and he's Spider Man. Like, oh, holy shit. We go from there and Peter, Mary Jane, and Ned and Aunt May, they get interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. So, Damage Control. Is a group in the Marvel Universe where they kind of clean up stuff. And it's kind of part of the group that the Vulture was involved with. I think they're, they're like a subsidiary. But Damage Control, they're the ones that fix everything when the heroes and the bad guys fuck things up in the Marvel comic universe. Think about the agent that works with Mr. Incredible. In The Incredibles. His whole job was just to like clean up after Mr. Incredible and the group when they like fucked up. And the whole plot that or the whole point of that character in The Incredibles was just, okay, soups, soups, like you, y'all fucked up and destroyed, you know, half a city block and this and this and this. His job was like to take care and file all of the insurance claims and make sure that all of the normal people were okay and to cover it up and pay for all the things that the superheroes had destroyed when they were doing shit. That's essentially what's going on here. Oh yeah. They're a lot meaner in this. I don't know if they're going to be a nicer group. They seem to be the foil for a lot of people in shows and movies right now. They, this is the first time we see them, but they pop they have popped up in the Miss Marvel show. And they're trying to catch her ass because she's out here doing magical things. And they're like, we don't like that. We gotta snatch you up. So, they seem kind of be dickheads right now. So, they have snatched up everything that Peter has obtained, rightfully, from Tony Stark. So, those cool glasses from the last movie. He could control drones and scan people and change things. And just, I don't know, it was like a cheat code. It was like a game shark for your eyes. Yeah, that's gone now. Uh, they have taken a ton of things. So, Peter still has his suit, but it gets paint thrown on it. So, it's all types of weird looking now. And so, they they leave because they don't really have anything on them. But, 
damage control tells Aunt May that, like, hey, man, this is kind of like endangerment. You let, like, the kid under your watch go out and fight bad guys and aliens? That seems kind of fucked up. Seems like you could lose custody of this child. And I'm like, god damn, like, he saved the world. Like, I, there should be a pass. If any motherfucker went to space and fought that purple guy, you shouldn't have to pay taxes or go work ever in your life. You know, Falcon's still out here getting racially profiled, but that motherfucker was in space fighting. He helped fight that guy at the end. He should be cool. Like, he ain't trying to get a credit check in his show. And they're like, no, oh, we can't really give you. I'm like, motherfucker, give me a house. I saved the world. But I fucking digress. So, Peter needs a lawyer. Who? Who out in the Marvel Universe could be a lawyer for a super-powered character? Yeah, you know I'm fucking around. Yeah, it's Matt Murdock. Holy fucking shit. And it's not a new Matt Murdock. It's not some douchebag that, you know, some new one. Nah. Our boy Charlie Cox, that Matt Murdock, he is in this world. Now, they haven't explained what the fuck time period this Matt Murdock is. I assume it's a later one? He at least has his Daredevil powers, though. Yes. And then, if you watch the Hawkeye show, our favorite king... Yeah, he's my favorite kingpin. My favorite kingpin pops up Vincent... uh, D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. He's really, really good, but... The Black Kingpin. He's really fucking good, too. So, um, but Did no. Did you see the fucking photo that he posted today? Oh, Vincent yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. Oh, my he's God. He's so creepy as a young person. No, he's jacked as fuck. That, that I'm talking oh, about the, about that the picture. gym selfie. Oh, I saw a, a picture. He was with his daughter, and he showed oh, a young one. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. He fucking posted... Vincent D'Onofrio posted a gym selfie today, and he's like, 63, age is just a number, and he's fucking jacked as hell, prepping to be Kingpin again Jesus. for the Echo Show. Jesus Jones. So <laughs> he's, he's so big. I was like, oh my god. So they haven't explained where in time this Matt Murdock is, because he had three seasons of a show so we don't know so we don't know exactly if this is a early matt or a after all that shit matt which is really weird because they never explain why he never popped up at any point to help but maybe he was just sitting at home he's like damn there's aliens outside i'm gonna oh. crawl under this desk you know like no just a normal person matt would, he still would have went out there and fought who, an alien who can't see yes he still would have went out there and fought an alien if they got close to his place. If they were in Hell's Kitchen, he's like, nah, this is, this is my street. I guess. He'd have been out there with Luke Cage. And they'd Think been about the worst him. possible fight a blind person could have. Yeah. And it would be in fucking in Endgame when the, the, like Thanos showed up at the Avengers compound and everything was just wrecked as fuck. None of the ground was smooth. Nothing was like it we used to be. Like, that would suck. I don't know. I, I, think he, I think he'd be okay, but it would suck. Like, oh, yeah. oh, it'd be so bad. So, Matt Murdock, he actually gets Peter's charges dropped because... Because he's a fucking great lawyer. Yeah, he says that, too. Because uh, he's a hero, so they can't really pin that much on him, and he saved a lot of people. So, they're like, yeah, you're good, bro. Um, I mean, people still going to hate you because they know who you are it's something about seeing a person's face and they're like, I hate you. And I'm like, but I saved your life a week ago. I hate you. So 
Uh, he tells Happy that, yeah, you probably need to get a, real, a really good lawyer, bro. I'm good, but I'm not that good. And at some fucking point, someone actually did the science behind it. Uh, they are very high in this apartment building. Someone throws a brick into the window and, like, Matt Murdock catches it before Peter can catch it. And Peter's like, how the fuck did you do that? You're blind, dude. And he's like, I'm a good lawyer. I'm a good lawyer. And someone was like, can we talk about that brick throw? <laughs> the force that that bitch whipped into the room. I don't understand where that person was. Was he on the ground floor throwing it that hard? It would have been like across the... Even then? Like, like right uh, across the street. Same level. Oh, bro. But yeah, it's, there's so many memes about that. They're like, can we talk about... That person should be in the Avengers chunking bricks that hard. <laughs> so, Peter is like... He goes back to high school and he's a senior. And so they're going through classes and half the place loves him. They're like, hey, it's Spider-Man. He's on my TikTok. The other half, like uh, Hannibal uh, Burgess, he's the gym teacher, and he's like, murder, you kill Mysterio, we hate you. So he's hilarious, you know, he's just the voice of a ton of, what a ton of people well, would he's think. he's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, but a ton yeah. of people think he's a murderer, because they think Mysterio was a good guy. Yeah. So, did the kids, Parker, MJ, and Ned, they want to get into MIT, because they're smarty pantses, and that's... That's what happens in the comics. Well, he actually doesn't go to MIT. He goes to, what, New York State? I believe that's where he goes. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, when you're involved with Spider-Man, colleges don't really want to have you there. Because they're like, well, if you're here and he's here, then we got to deal with Spider-Man here. And we don't really want that. So they all get rejected from MIT, actually. A ton of colleges. <laughs> So Peter realizes, damn it, it's another instance of me bringing all my, like, unluckiness and shittiness to my friends and family. Like, all my, everybody I know is suffering because of my mistakes. I gotta fix this. He goes to the Sanctum Santorum to talk to Doctor Strange. And we learn that Doctor Strange isn't the Sorcerer Supreme. He, he's like, I want to talk to Sorcerer Supreme. And Wong pops up, he's like, hello. <laughs> so after the blip, Doctor Strange loses the title of Sorcerer Supreme because he wasn't there to do anything. And Wong, the probably more responsible one, as we learn in the Doctor Strange movie, <laughs> he's a way more responsible one, is a new Sorcerer Supreme. And so Doctor Strange tells Peter that, hey, I, I know a spell. It's kind of dangerous, but we kind of fuck around and use it a lot around here because we're magic people. But I have a way to fix this. So I'm going to cast a spell that makes everyone forget that you are Spider-Man. He's like, well, that's awesome. And then I, I can go back to being a crime fighter. He's like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. But unfortunately, Peter, being a dumb kid, keeps telling him to fix and alter the spell because he's like, well... It was really hard on Aunt May when she found out I was Spider-Man, so can you, like, put her out of the spell? And he's like, uh, okay. Uh, could you add Mary Jane in it, too? Because that was really weird when we Not weren't... Mary Jane, MJ. MJ. And he's Michelle like, Jones. Yeah, and he's like, well, can you add Ned, too? Because that'd be weird, too, if I had to do all this over. Instead of being like, cool, I'll just tell them I'm Spider-Man. Just walk into the room and be like, I'm Spider-Man. They're like, oh, holy shit. And just go about your day after that. But, you know, he's, he's a high school kid. Everything's important in the moment. So, Doctor Strange is trying his best to fix this 
three, four-time altered spell. But then he turns off the spell. He's like, that spell was getting out of control, bro. I'm sorry. I, I can't do this. And Peter tells him that he didn't even talk to, like, the admission board. He's like, hey, man, at least you tried. You talked to the admissions board and stuff. You know, try again next year. He's like, wait, you can actually talk to them? He's like, you didn't even talk to the people when they rejected you? He's like, get your little dumbass out of my sanctum, you little dickhead. So Peter rushes to talk to the MIT administrator to at least reconsider MJ and Ned's applications. He's like, bro, I know I'm Spider-Man and I'm fucking up, but MJ and Ned, they are absolutely smart and they are hard workers. Please, like, talk to them while that's happening. Holy fucking shit. It's Dr. Octopus. And even better, it's original Spider-Man trilogy, Dr. Octopus. <laughs> and he sees Spider-Man, he's like, he's like, oh, holy shit, Peter. And he's like, who the fuck are you? And so they start fighting. <laughs> and Dr. Octopus, his old tentacles actually grab at Peter's nanotechnology. So in the last Avengers movies, Tony didn't have an iron suit anymore. He had nanotechnology that was just in his battery on his chest, even though he didn't need it anymore. He's just a plug-on battery. And it just popped out of the battery and covered his body. So now Peter has a suit. He has a normal suit and a nanotechnology suit that goes over it. So it's kind of overkill, I think. But the, oh, holy shit. Half of the nanotechnology beads on Peter's body go into the tentacles. And now the tentacles are all fucking hot rod red. And they're stronger. <laughs> but unfortunately, Peter can actually control them with his fucking gauntlet. And so he turns off the tentacles. And the MIT lady's like, hey, I'm going to actually talk to the people in charge. And I'm going to get all three of you into MIT. And he's like, holy shit, thank you so much. But unfortunately, we're not done here, guys. Explosions on the freeway go off. And he's like, who, who is this? And Otto's like, that's impossible. He's alive. He's like, who? The Green Goblin pops up. The original trilogy's Green Goblin pops up. They're like, what the fuck? You're from another movie. <laughs> and Dr. Octopus and Peter get snatched right before Norman Osborn can get to him and attack him. And so we learned that Doctor Strange has been snatching up these variants that have been popping up out of portals out of the sky. So he has grabbed Dr. Kurt Connors. Hey, that is the lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man movie. And he grabs Electro. He is from Amazing Spider-Man 2. And they have now officially grabbed the Sandman. He was in Spider-Man 2. And Dr. Octopus from spider Actually... Sandman was in Spider-Man 3, and Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2, and he's like, so that spell that I turned off, it apparently still happened, and now it has brought people from other universes that know your identity, so these folks know who you are, and they're here, so we gotta catch them all before bad things happen. Now we know later that an incursion would have happened, but right now it's just bad stuff. So, Peter, MJ, and Ned, they go out, and they're going to try to find them all. Actually, Peter's going to go out, but everybody else. So, <laughs> um, they find and retrieve Electro, Matt Dillon, it's Max Dillon, sorry, 
is Jamie Foxx, but he's not all bald and weird like he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. He's buff, because Jamie Foxx, like, I ain't wearing no bald piece this time, but <laughs> he's like, I'm, I look great. And Flint Marco, so Sandman. So, we learned that Norman, he has got control of himself again, and he's not evil anymore. Just like in the first Spider-Man movie, he's doing the whole, I'm talking to myself in a mirror, or talking to the mask and stuff. And he's like, I don't want to be bad, stop it, you know. So, he heads to the Feast building. So, Aunt May, she's in charge of a building for helping homeless people uh, with homes, uh, well, well, shelter, shelter and food and things like that, just like in the Spider-Man video game. She was the main proponent to that, and then later on, Feast Building and her, they kind of in the same way, so we'll talk about that. So, Aunt May actually talks to the Green Goblin, she talks to Norman, she talks to Norman, and she's like, you gotta help them, and Peter's like, nah, they, we gotta send them back home, she's like, but they're gonna die, like, apparently... They have been grabbed right before they die in their respective movies. And so, none of them want to go back. Because they're like, I'm going to fucking die. I'd rather be here where I'm alive and shit. He's like, but you're kind of bad. He's like, well, I don't have to be bad. <laughs> I don't want to die, bro. So, Doctor Strange is like, cool. Everybody's back. Uh, we're sending them back, man. He's like, but can we help them? And he's like, nah, bro. Nah, nah, nah. This ain't our problem. This is other movies' problems. It's like... And he, just like in the Doctor Strange movie, our Doctor Strange is putting putting a team on his back and saying, like, no, this is the only way. They go back. So, even now, we're starting to see Doctor Strange, he says things a certain way. He's like, nah, we out of here, bud. So, while he is working on the spell, he puts it into this weird cube, and then he can press a button and they go back. Peter grabs the cube <laughs> and runs away. So, we have a cool little chase scene between... Peter and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange does that sweet ass like like soul punch that he got hit with and Peter's soul leaves his body and Doctor Strange is like cool I can grab the cube now and Peter's unconscious soulless body is keeping the cube away. So it's like yeah yeah moving its arms. He's like how are you doing this? He's like I don't know. <laughs> and That's his spidey sense though. Yeah, the spidey sense is like no this is wrong. I'm not going to let you take this cube. <laughs> So he swims back into his body and gets away, and they are now in the Mirror Universe, just like in the first Doctor Strange movie. And using the power of geometry, I believe, or... Geometry. Geometry. He traps Doctor Strange in the Mirror Universe and takes his sling ring so he can't teleport anywhere, and leaves him there. And he knows that he's not going to be able to stay there forever. He's going to get out because he's Doctor Strange, but he's like, cool, at least I got a couple hours. So... Peter and Aunt May, they head to Happy's apartment with the last fabricator that they have. So, Tony Tony Stark had these machines where he can make anything. And that's how Peter has made multiple suits in the movies and all that stuff. So, he has this fabricator that can make anything. And he decides that he's going to cure all of these bad guys of their issues. Because if you're a Spider-Man villain, you probably fell in something or your experiment went wrong, or some chemicals in your body that makes you weird. That Honestly, that's how it works. So, he actually uses the technology to cure Dr. Octopus. And so, 
there was some relay on the back of his neck and it was damaged and so he was hearing all these weird voices and so he they fixed it and Otto's like the voices are gone he's like I feel so much better now thank you he's like let's make a cure for everybody and he's he actually has one for Electro and he puts it on his chest and he's like hey just let this charge up and then all the electronic energy from your body will get drained out and you'll be normal again and Electro's like I guess I don't really want to be normal and they they're working their way through and then out of nowhere Peter gets the tingle and it's like a slow-mo like Vietnam flashback kind of tingle he's like looking around the room and he's like something is wrong where the fuck is it coming from and he looks over at the at Norman and he webs his hands up and he's like something's wrong with you and Green Goblin's back he's like yeah I've been kind of just hiding and waiting to see what was going to happen with this nah you ain't you're not changing me back I'm not going normal he's like we're better all these normal people out here he's like we're better than them we should be in charge and Electro's like yeah you're right takes off his battery Sandman has been just fucking uh What's what's the country that just stays out of everything? Switzerland. They've been Switzerland this whole time. He's like, I don't really want to kill. I don't really want to save. I just want to go home to my daughter. He's like, hey, Pookie, let's burn this motherfucker down. And Sandman's like, okay. <laughs> he hops up. And so now, all hell's breaking loose. And then the lizard was in this car outside. And he's like, ooh, it sounds like they fighting up there. I'm out. And so Peter, realizing all hell is breaking loose gets on May to leave the apartment and she grabs part of the fabricator and some of the cures and she scoots off and Peter gets to fight the Green Goblin and he gets to realize that the Green Goblin ain't nothing to fuck with. So uh, Green Goblin hits him with a fucking Batista bomb. If you know what the Batista bomb is, it's a spine buster. Sweet ass spine buster. Spine bust, actually the spine buster to the power bomb and he slams this boy through multiple floors of this apartment and Peter jumps on his face like a spider monkey and it's punching him and Green Goblin is taking, eating the punches y'all and it's just smiling at him with his crazy face and he's like you punch like a bitch <laughs> he punches him back uh, Peter is doing all his cool little combos and Green Goblin is just eating him up he's like you gotta hit me harder than this bud he tells him you're not committing to this. You're, you're, you're hitting me like I'm a normal person. You're hitting me like you don't want to hurt me. Nah, homeboy. You got you have to you have to want to kill me if you want to take me out. And Green Goblin beats the shit out of him. And they end up in the lobby of the building. And Aunt May actually comes out and tells Green Goblin to leave her fucking nephew alone. And throw some shit at him and so he's like oh okay cool well let me press some buttons on my gauntlet and he gets his goblin glider to just straight just truck stick this Aunt May hits her in the back and she goes down and he's like hey Peter all of this is on you everything that happens after this point is because you can't commit to killing me and he throws a bomb at Aunt May Peter jumps in front of it, takes the bomb to the face like a G, and then we get the sad scene, y'all. Green Goblin scoots off. He's like, wee, and <laughs> throws bombs everywhere. So as the cops are rushing the place because this building's on fire, and Happy rolls up, we get to see Aunt May 
get fucked up. So, Aunt May stand, she stands up. She's like, I'm good, I'm good. You know, that glider thing hit me kind of hard, but I'm, I'm all right. And then she falls back down. And she's like, oh, I'm kind of woozy. I'm just going to lay down for a little bit. And Peter looks kind of at her side. She, she's leaking blood pretty good. So she got impaled by that glider. There's a lot of pointy bits on it, so it makes sense. Just like a lot of bad guys and good guys get impaled by that glider. So, But before she dies, Aunt May tells Peter that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. And so I know someone out there is like, but that, that quote, it's a little bit off, Otis. That's fucking weird. No, she actually said the right quote. The first time that it pops up in the comics, that's how Uncle Ben says it. Now, it's just been redacted and fixed over the years because with great power comes great responsibility. It just rolls better off the tongue. But no, she said it the right way. <laughs> and when I heard it like that, I was like, ooh, they went old school with it. So finally, finally, our Peter, our boy, he ain't, he ain't Spider-Boy anymore. He's Spider-Man because he lost someone very close to him because of his fuckery. Now, it wasn't the whole, hey, that dude robbed this place i should have stopped him but fuck that dude oh no that dude shot my uncle <laughs> in the streets because i didn't stop him five minutes before damn i fucked up it's more of yeah you know if i wasn't trying to make a spell to make everybody forget and just compounded issues that he did my aunt would still be alive and this building wouldn't be on fire and i wouldn't just be alone right now so peter scoots off to i forgot what building he sits at but every spider-man has a building that they go to and it's their brooding spot just like batman batman has a building where he sits with there's a gargoyle that sits up there i can't remember the name i'm sorry i'm a bad batman fan but there's a gargoyle that batman talks to i think spider-man actually has a gargoyle he talks to too tom holland spider-man sits on the top of his school oh that's not high enough yeah but, but that's where they go, because oh, he know, goes yeah. to the same place that him and MJ had been at earlier when they were trying to get away from the paparazzi. I know, it's just not high enough. If I was Spider-Man, I'd be up stupid high. But, while all of this well, is... he's not really trying to go look at things. Yeah. He's, he's going because he's fucked up. Yeah, he's broody boy. Yeah. So, while all this is happening, before and after, we meet up with Ned and MJ. And they're like, man, I hope Peter's doing alright. It's like, man, I wish I could see Peter right now. And he has a sling ring on his hand. And Ned kind of flops his hands in sadness. And a portal opens up for spark. half a second. And a he's little, like, a little tiny spark. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, Ned, do that again. We can find Peter like this. He's like, find Peter Parker. And he does a circle. And a portal opens. And he's like, hey, Peter, come here. And then the silhouette turns. He's like, hey, they found. Tom Holland, that's not Tom Holland at all. <laughs> no, y'all. Spider-Man runs through the portal and comes into Ned's apartment. Y'all, it's Andrew Garfield. He pops up. When I tell <laughs> you the fucking theater exploded, guys, like, ugh. After, you have to understand that when this movie came out a year ago, they were avoiding the announcement that Andrew Garfield would be in this movie like the plague. He was pretending he wasn't in it. He kept saying, you know, he had all the excuses. Tom Holland had all the excuses. The whole cast had excuses as to, like, nah. Nah, there's no other Spider-Man in it. It's just me. Like, I'm, I'm the only one. 
So when he pops through that hole, the whole fucking theater lost it. <laughs> it's funny. It's like that um that Chappelle show skit with Rick James. He's like, you think I'd be in this Spider-Man movie? I got more sense than that. I'm doing Tick, Tick, Boom. So yeah, I remember being in that Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got more sense than that. I got more sense than that. Rub my feet in Eddie Murphy's couch. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being that Spider-Man movie. <laughs> so, um, I said Andrew Garfield and I said it like that. But if for the uninitiated, he is the second live-action Spider-Man that we got. And he's part of the amazing Spider-Man trilogy. Now, notwithstanding, the first movie was kind of boring. Not trilogy. Oh, they were going for trilogy, du- but it didn't work. It didn't work. So he, sorry. He, he got a even, duo. He didn't even get a third movie. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Question mark. Uh, the first movie it had an intro, and it was like forty-five minutes of the movie of of let's get his powers. Me and my mom, we love Spider-Man. We fall asleep. We fell asleep every time we watch this movie, and we wake up when he had his power. I'm like, it's so goddamn boring. It's just like a Batman movie. I don't need to see the pearls fall in the alleyway and bats and shit. I don't need that. Just show me Batman fighting. I don't need that. That's why I love the Batman. We ain't get none of that shit. I don't need to see that anymore. I've seen it 50 times. Just like I don't need to see Uncle Ben in the street bleeding. I don't need it anymore. So Andrew Garfield has come through the portal. He's very confused. He's like, hey, uh, I've been walking around New York all day, and it ain't my New York. And I'm confused. I'm very confused. And Ned and MJ are like, "What? Who the fuck, who the are, fuck you? are you?" They don't believe that he's Spider-Man. They're like testing him. They're like throwing like salt shakers and shit at him yeah. to see if he has the tingle. And he's like, like, "Yeah, they're like, you got the tingle." He's like, "Yeah, I got the tingle." He's like, "Show us." He's like, "I don't know what you want." So he climbs on the wall, and then he's like, Ned's, hey, climb, Ned's climb from the ceiling, hang on the ceiling. So I'm Ned, not gonna do that. Yeah, Ned's grandma comes in, and she's like, "Can you get those spider webs in the corner?" And he goes over and cleans them. She's like, "Thank you." And so they're like, oh, holy shit, like, he's from another... He's he- uh, Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, and then, and actually, that Peter, Peter 3, we'll call him, Peter 3 says, like, holy shit, multiverse, that shit's real? He's like, oh, that's awesome! And then they're talking about, like, Doctor Strange, he's like, magic's in this world? Holy shit! <laughs> magic's real? He's all pumped about this world. This world seems so much fancier than any other world. So, mm-hmm. uh, 616 or 19999, this place is awesome. So... Ned and MJ, they're like, well, fuck, man. You did it wrong, Ned. Do it again. Let's try it again. Find our Peter. And he's like, okay. Find Peter Parker and does a wax on. And guys, the portal opens. And then we see Tobey Maguire walk his happy, beautiful ass out of the portal. And they're like, who the fuck are you? The theater, guys. Like... We just watched this at home recently, so we got to actually hear the dialogue that was happening in these moments when these two walk through the portal. But let me tell you, when this happened in the theater, you couldn't hear shit for like a solid minute because everyone was losing their goddamn minds. Like when Andrew Garfield came through, everyone was freaking out. When Tobey Maguire came through, no one could fucking handle it. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's been 20 years since we've had a Tobey Maguire film. Everyone was losing their goddamn minds. So, like I said, for the uninitiated, if Tom, if Tom Holland's your first Peter, you got a good Peter. You got a good Spider-Man, honestly. But to- Tobey Maguire, he was the first live-action Spider-Man. And a lot of us folks, a little bit older, that's our boy. T- Tobey Maguire is my boy. 
He is His great. His movies got kind of whack, but yeah, but the he second was so I good. I stand by this now. Sequel superhero movies are really hard to do sometimes. Far from home, but if you do it right, it's beautiful. Superman two, probably one of the best sequels you can ever have in a comic book movie. Spider Man two, fucking beautiful. Oh my god, oh it's so goddamn good. The Dark Knight. That's what I'm saying. Sequels, you got it. You, it's a very fine. Part line. twos are usually really great. Part threes are I've seen some doodle ones, but kind of meh. Yeah, a lot of the time. Not this part three. Yeah, but other part threes, we've had problems in the past. Yeah. So the biggest gripe that I have with Tobey Maguire, uh, he was supposed to be in high school, and that motherfucker like he looked like he was thirty. But that's fine. Everybody else looked 30 in that high school, so it, it's all right. But no. Oh, in the first Spider-Man The first movie? movie. Okay. <laughs> they looked so old so, in that movie. <laughs> so, yes, with my 30-year-old eyes, he does look 30 now. But at the time of the filming, I think he was only like 22. And, yeah. the, and the problem with that is we as a society and like makeup and effects and everything, we are like slowly aging backwards. Like it... It feels like you're old as shit, right? Being 35 just feels, like, fucking awful and all of your bones creak and whatever. (laughs) But, like, okay, look at a picture of, like, your mom and dad or your uncle and aunt or whatever. And they're, like, in their 60s. And then look at a picture of the fucking Golden Girls and the whole cast of the Golden Girls. And they were also 60. Yeah. In 1980. But they look like they were 95 because... People were just looking old out here. It's the same. I think it's the same thing. That early 2000s thing. Like, yes, they were not actually in high school. They were younger adults. But they weren't in their 30s. No. They just looked older because everybody looked older a long time ago. Like, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Like, it looks wild. Yeah. Like, you cannot look at a picture of, like, a 50-year-old. From 1970, 1980, and be like, yeah, that person's 50 or 60. Yeah. You're like, nah, that person is 80 or 90 because <laughs> they look wild as hell. Yeah. Why are you so old? He's like, I'm not. I'm only 45. Like, just throw Yikes. up on yourself. <laughs> so Peter 2 and Peter 3 look at each other, and they're like, huh. And then they shoot webs at each other, and then they both flip, do the sweet-ass somersault in the air, and they land, and they're like... Yeah. And they pointed at each other. So they understand, like, oh, yeah. Tobey Maguire got jacked again for yeah. this, too. He was looking good. I, okay, so if I was in some multiverse thing and there was some other Otis and, I don't know, it was, hell, it looked like Michael B. Jordan or something. And I walked up, I'm like, he's like, you're Otis? You're Otis? I'm like, I'm like boobies, candy, ice cream, chocolate chip, chocolate chip. And then we point, and I'm like, yeah. We John want- Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I would do something like, I gotta test you, sexy me. <laughs> but, yeah, so Peter 2 and Peter 3, and Peter 2, Pop Pop, as I like to call him in this movie, um, Peter 2's like, hey, uh, I've been seeing the news, this Peter, he's going through a lot right now, like, where is he? I need to talk to him, because that's Tobey Maguire, he's a bad, bad boy, he's gotta talk, you know? So he's the cool dad. He's the Uncle Ben in this story, right? Now. Oh, for so, sure. Well, and he's like, he's older he's Spider-Man. Been a he's lot. he's not playing Spider-Man from his movies, like you know, two thousand three Spider-Man, where he was like twenty and in college. This the Spider-Man that Tobey Maguire is playing in this movie 
is actual Tobey Maguire age Spider-Man. He's like 45. He's seen some shit. He's from the fucking Spider-Man game or Spider-Verse. He's like the Nick Miller Spider-Man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like... What, Peter B? In sweatpants, just like, nah, bro. Like, we gotta <laughs> do he, something. Yeah, P- Peter B. Parker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, bro, I got divorced, man. <laughs> like, life is rough, so... yeah. Um, but no, he tells him that we need to talk to this Peter. Like he's going through it. He's going, it, he's going through it. Like the thing that they've went through, he's got it at a weird point. So he's like, where is he? Is there a building he likes going to? We all got a building. And he's like, Chrysler building. He's like, yeah, I used to go to the, oh, damn. Empire State. Yeah. Everybody say he's like, better, better view. He's like, oh, that's a good view. So, um, they, they're like, we which, know where. Which really Peter should, Peter won. Spider-Man 1, should, Tom Holland, should be going to Avengers Tower. Like, that yeah. that should be the place. It really should but be. But it probably will be later. Yeah. So we'll see. they meet up, and MJ and Ned, they hug up on Peter 1, Tom. I'm, they're 1, 2, and 3 now. It's easier. So they, you know, and Peter 1 is like, I should have killed him. May is dead because of me. It's like, I, I should have just gave up on trying to help all these bad guys and sent them home like send them home to die like and then peter two and three pop up and he's like i'm sorry y'all like i'm sending y'all home pressing the button like that that's your problems here in my world i shouldn't have to be dealing with this i lost my aunt may i lost everything yeah i lost everything because it's and they're like bro we we know he's like how do you you don't know what i'm going through he's like yeah bro we all go through this he's like yeah it was my uncle ben and it's like yeah i was fucking around and he died and then uh peter three yeah Yeah. he's like yeah it was it was gwen he's like yeah i lost her she was my mj yeah and then and it's like yeah well great power yeah, comes great responsibility, bro. Yeah, we all got that speech. And for, I think, a half second in Peter Peter One's head, he's like, oh, oh, we all get this moment. He's like, it seems like he, it kind of hits him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, shit, we all have to lose something important to be Spider-Man. He's like, god damn. So, like I said, now he's Spider-Man. It sucks, because before this point, Tom Holland, he was like the rich spoiled spider-man in his movies i'm like that's so fucking weird i love it but god he hasn't had to really deal with issues you know yeah Yeah. he he fights a bad guy and that's it and then the end of the movie but now he's lost people because of his choices and so now the three the three peters they meet up and they're like no we're gonna do this and you're gonna fight in may's honor and we're gonna cure these bad guys before they go he's like okay so they meet up at the school and they work on the cures for everybody. They they do the meme, y'all. So that Spider-Man meme with the... the Where they point at each other. It's originally oh, two it's so Spider-Man. Good. There's an impersonator and the real cartoon Spider-Man and they're pointing at each other. But then people have obviously made it three, sometimes four. They add miles into it. I've seen, it with, like, it. I've seen yeah. it with like six Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> in it. Just different versions. It was all... I saw one that was all Tom Holland's different suits. Oh yeah, or all the and all the suits, suits from the games. Yeah, from they the have video games. five billion suits. Yeah, <laughs> so they do it. They're like, "Hey, Peter." He's like, "Yes," and they all look up and they're like, "Oh, you talking him or him?" 
<laughs> and they do it. I'm like, yay. <laughs> me and Katie like clapped and smiled. Yeah. Like they did the thing. Me, him, him, me. It was Night at the Roxbury. It was yeah. fantastic. So it's funny. Uh, Peter 1 and Peter 3, they talk about like, oh, man, we got to make some more web cartridges because, you know, we've been through a lot today. And Peter 2 is like, web cartridges? He's like, yeah, man, we got to reload the web shooters. He's like, oh, you guys just don't shoot out webs? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he just shoots some webs out of his wrist. and like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> And he's like, y'all don't got it like that? He's like, no. Why can't you shoot webs out of your wrist? He's like, I thought we all could. <laughs> he's like, can you shoot it out of any other place on your body? He's like, no. He's like, what? and then after this moment, Peter 3, Andrew Garfield's like looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love, there's a moment later where they're talking about this. And Andrew Garfield is talking about uh, web blocks because with the cartridges, you know, sometimes they can get jammed up. Just too much web or whatever gets stuck in it. And then they have a web block. And sometimes, it happens in the game sometimes, you almost fall because you can't shoot webs because they're shut. And you, you know, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to aim at a building and nothing happens. And... Um, Andrew Garfield asks Toby Maguire if he ever experiences that and <laughs> Toby Maguire's like yeah I do and, <laughs> and the other two Spider-Man are like what the fuck yeah. it, it's <laughs> how funny. and why and how do you deal with that because it's just in his body it's just something that comes out of his yeah. body naturally and it's funny he says like well yeah it was kind of a mental thing I had to get over he's talking about it's a synopsis of the second movie. He had mental issues. Like, his whole lo- whole life was falling apart. Mm-hmm. So his powers were turning off. And so yeah. he had to get past that. And he didn't want to be Sp- Spider-Man anymore. So when yeah. he finally decided, I'm Spider-Man, his powers turned right back on. So it's so good. The lines here, they're so good together. The I three need, of them. I need more multiple spider people. It is fucking perfection, the three of them together. Like, oh, it's so good. Just the banter. Yes. It's like, I I can't even describe it. It's like when Captain America and Falcon and Winter Soldier are all together. The three of them are together and they're just like ragging on each other the whole fucking time. That like weird common denominator like friendship thing they have going there, it is it's tenfold with the Spider-Man. It's so good. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So, the group, they figure out cures for all the bad guys. They're like, cool, we just gotta, you know, put these cures in their fucking mouths. And it's like, okay, I know a place. We gotta find somewhere that it's kind of out of the way. And we don't have to worry about people getting hurt. So they head to the Statue of Liberty. But if you've kept up with the TV shows, the Statue of Liberty... Is getting worked on and it's changing. So it now has the Captain America shield oh, instead so of the good. torch. It's and so, so good. In the Hawkeye TV show, Yelena talks about how she wants to go see the renovated Statue of Liberty. Is it instead of the torch or is it instead of the book? I thought it was the torch. Oh, she's holding it up? I thought yeah. she was holding the torch up and the shield like. I might look at it again, but I, I thought it was a torch. I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember, but fucking fantastic yeah, yeah it was a really cool line and then when she said it, it was like renovated statue what the fuck yeah, does that mean it's in the hawkeye show yeah and then and they talk 
it's it all has to do with like Rogers the musical oh, and, yeah, yeah. and all the different things like and then basically it pops up Captain later. America is like a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Finally, uh, Steve Rogers Captain America and it's so good. Yeah. New York is just like, ugh, it's so good. Yeah. So they head to the Statue of Liberty and then Peter One talks to Jonah Jameson. So I didn't even bring this up. They brought back. I can't remember his J.K. name. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Who so, has been J. Jonah Jameson across all eight Spider-Man movies. Yeah, all the multiverse. He has so, been Jonah Jameson. All three Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, the two Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, and the three Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. J.K. Simmons has been J. Jonah Jameson the whole fucking time. And he's batshit in this one, y'all. He yes. is... Uh, super duper like conspiracy theorist. He's very much like Alex Jones. So Infowars, uh, mm-hmm. he's in like some dark little spot, just picking at people when he talks to him. And he obviously hates Spider Man because that's what Jonah Jameson's good at hating Spider Man. And so Peter One actually calls Jameson and tells him, "Hey, those bad guys." He's like, "You mean your friends?" He's like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh, hey, meet me at the Statue of Liberty and we can end this. I or I could just press this button and send you back home. It's up to you. He's like, oh, you hear it? Uh, the bad guys, they're going to meet up at the Statue of Liberty with their best friend, Spider-Man. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck you, Jameson. Yeah. So, um, Peter 1, 2, and 3, they have a little bit of time to talk and stretch before they get there. And the stretching. Peter 2 and 3 talk about back issues because because so, they're older. Yeah, they're older. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm like, my lower back, dude. I got this thing. He's like, well, let me pop you back. And he's like... Oh, because in my world, no one's as strong as me. He's like, yeah, pop my back. And so he pops and he's like, oh, that feels good. He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it, like I said, it's absolutely awesome to see them talk to each other and stuff. So the bad guys get there and he's like, y'all feel that? And he's like, yeah, they're coming. And so they start to fight. And you learn that Spider-Man across the multiverse, they're kind of a solo situation. Uh, even in the Spider-Verse comic story, usually Spider-People kind of go alone. And when they're together, sure, they, they finally work it all out. But the stronger ones, they're like, nah, I'm going to go over here by myself. Cause I they're can't. not used to working in a team. Yeah, it's harder. I got to like watch out for you. And then yeah. you're going to bump into me. Specifically, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Yes. Because they've never been a part of a team before. Yeah, because in their universes... There are no Avengers. It's just them. Them and bad guys. (laughs) Tom Holland when he's like, oh, you guys have never been part of the team? Well, I have. I'm part of the Avengers. And you're like, cool, you're part of the Avengers. Tobey Maguire, cool, you're part of the Avengers. What's that? Yeah. (laughs) Is that a band? Are we in a band? (laughs) They get so excited. Like, the fuck's an Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. And so they realize that they're getting in each other's way. They're actually bumping each other because they're like, Oh, the bad guy's over there. Let me swing over. God damn it. And they hit each other. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when you don't work together. And so they have another meeting. And they look at you. I'm like, okay, you do this. Peter one. And actually work with the numbers out, too. Because Peter three's like, which Peter? Am, am I Peter two? No, you're three. Okay. Okay. And then Peter three looks at both of the guys. And he's like, I love you guys. And Peter one and two look at each other. And they say, okay. <laughs> and then they swing up. <laughs> Andrew Garfield is so pure in this movie. Just like it's, say, it's really cute. protect him at all costs. It's so cute. It's very cute. So the team, the team of Peters, they actually 
get the cures going. And I'm like, good for you guys. And they work together and they break everybody down. So Electro is shocking the fuck out of everybody because he's got himself a arc reactor. Which that makes he him stole. super duper strong. Yeah, because the arc reactor's fucking insane. Yeah, so Otto Octavius comes up and he he's like, no, let me kill him. <laughs> I'm bad. Psych, I'm not bad. <laughs> and he puts the energy drainer on Electro's body. And he's like, and he's like, oh, hey, I know you, Peter. And he's like, hey, Otto. And he's like, you look good, bud. And he's like, yeah, you're still alive. That's cool, too. <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, he's like, I'm I'm cured. He's like, yeah, I see that, dude. It's, and it's really cool. It's like, and Peter, too, is like, I wish I could have helped you out. But it's like, I didn't have the time to do this. So I'm happy that you're getting help. You're now. good now. And he's like, yeah, I like it. Unfortunately, y'all, don't forget Green Goblin's just been around in the bushes watching all this go down. <laughs> and he rolls in and starts throwing shit everywhere. And he actually gets the cube. The cube that can just erase everything or make things worse. And, hey, look at that. Doctor Strange is back. Holy fucking shit. Dad's back from the store. <laughs> and he starts shutting shit down instantly. I'm like, thank God. Someone here with some sense. He gets the cube back instantly. Oh, sweet Jesus, there's bombs inside of it. So, <laughs> Green Goblin's like, oh, that dude seems very capable. Let me put some bombs in there. Yeah. So, the cube gets broken. Motherfuckers are just exploded. Stuff's flying everywhere. The, the multiverse is opening yes, all around them. The spell has now gone fucking uppercase fucked right now. In the sky, there are silhouettes in the sky. And they're trying to break through. There's a couple of names I'll, we'll, a little Hundred, bit later. Hundreds of thousands of fucking people are trying to break through this multiverse rift that has been opened. Yes. So, they have the cure for the goblin. They just gotta get to him. And he, boy, howdy. He's really, really scary. MJ falls off the side of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, no. We've seen this image multiple times in multiple movies. Mary Jane likes to fall off things, just like Gwen Stacy. And then... We see Peter 2. Well, first, three, no. Peter 3. What? First, Tom Holland, Peter 1, jumps to save her. Yes, and he gets grabbed by Green Goblin. He gets hit by the Green Goblin's glider, glider thing. Yes. And knocked out of the way. And then Peter 3, actually Peter 3, Peter 3 goes for the jump and saves Mary Jane. The reason that's very important. MJ. Saves... <laughs> MJ, and that's very important because he missed his girl, and he and he says that that tore him up really bad in the past, and he became a very grumpy and mean Spider-Man because of losing her. Yeah. And so he saves MJ, and he starts to tear up, and she's like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." Because <laughs> he got to save his. He got this. It's not his girl, but he saved the girl. So. Oh my gosh. It makes sense. Protect him at all costs. So, Peter 1 is in a fight with the Goblin. And Goblin's still making fun of him. He's like, bro, you are still pulling your punches out here. You are, you will not defeat me. And Aunt May's dead. I guess I'm going to have to kill that girl after I kill you. And he's like, no. And he starts swinging for real swinging. <laughs> and Goblin's like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> You're kind of strong, little dude. Yeah, no shit, bruh. The prehensile strength of the fucking spider. And so... They're strong as hell. He puts Goblin on the ground. 
and he picks up parts of the broken glider, and he's about to stab this man, mm-hmm. and Goblin's like, do it, I don't give a fuck, I'm crazy. And then Peter 2 comes in and grabs the knifey parts of the glider and looks into Tom Holland's face, and he's like, don't, don't do this. Don't do it, bud. And he doesn't even say it, he just looks at him, and then Tom Holland just kind of relaxes, and he's like, yeah. And oh, then Toby Maguire with that dad wisdom. And then, oh no, surprise! Green Goblin shanks the fuck out of Toby Maguire, <laughs> and the whole theater's like, "God damn it!" Yep. <laughs> I was like, "Don't you kill him, please!" And Toby Maguire is like, "Oh, that hurt." Every person, <laughs> every person in that theater was like, "If you motherfuckers kill Toby Maguire, we will riot." <laughs> <laughs> and so Peter Three throws the cure to Peter One. And Tom Tom Holland stabs the cure into Goblin's chest, curing him of his crazies. And then Norman pops back up. He's like, oh, shit, it happened again, didn't it? He's like, yeah, dude, you, you did a lot of bad stuff in the last 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and so they run over to Peter, too. He's like, you good, dude? He's like, yeah, I get stabbed a lot. <laughs> he's it's like, not the first time, yeah. and it won't be the last. He's like, that really wasn't that bad of a stab. I'm just going to lay down for a while and let this stitch itself up and so they're like hooray you're not dead he's like yeah i'm not dead (laughs) and so dr strange this whole time has been working on the spell because the sky is filling up with people that know who the fuck peter Peter parker Parker is is. they're all coming after him and so in the sky people have figured out that the rhino craven the hunter scorpion mysterio superior spider-man so dr octopus in the sky with peter's body was up there and black cat peter's off again on again girlfriend they were all up there and so sony's like yeah we're gonna try our best to get to all of them I'm like okay i'd love to see superior spider-man he was trying his best to be a good person i want to see craven yeah they're working on it it's oh, uh I- it's quicksilver the mcu quicksilver Boo! At least it's not the the good one. Boo! Yeah, fuck it, man. Let, let, let the bad one do stuff. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> You're gonna have fucking Craven the Hunter, and you didn't go for like Keanu Reeves or fucking uh, Jason Momoa, like. Oh, Jason Momoa would be great. Uh, yeah, somebody who fucking looks like Craven the Hunter. Like there are plenty of actors who actually look like that guy, and it's not kick ass. Like. Yeah. Shit. Damn, Vincent Nafrio in uh, Magnificent Seven when he had that crazy beard, he mm-hmm. do, do good too. But they're all coming through the sky. Doctor Strange is like, bro, I don't know if I can fucking change this. He's like, okay, I know what I can do. I'm erasing everybody's, the, the whole Peter, the original spell. I should fix this, but it's really tough. Peter realizes that the only way to fix this and help everybody and save everybody I have to erase the memory of me from everyone's mind. And Doctor Strange is like, bro, you know what that you know what this means, right? No one will know that you are Peter Parker. Peter Parker gets erased from history. You you know this, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah. And he's like, Shit, uh, you should probably say hi and bye to your friends and family over there. Cause they're not gonna know you in a couple minutes. He's like, Thank you, sir. He's like, shit, man. He's like, damn, this kid's hardcore. So, Doctor Strange starts the crazy, scary spell. And MJ and Ned, he talks to them and he's like, 
we did it hooray high five and he's like so this spell's gonna get kind of crazy um you're gonna forget who i am i'll find you guys and she's like don't seriously don't find us and he's like i'll i'll figure it out and you will remember me don't worry about it i'll find you guys he's like okay don't lie to me because if you lie to me i i'm just gonna figure it out again mj says i figured it out once i'll figure it out again that you're spider-man like don't test me Mm -hmm. so the spell is cast and everyone goes back to their respective places uh the scene where tom holland hugs the other two spider-men was actually improv and he tells him, he's like, thank you so much. He's like, you guys are awesome. He, he, he just did it. And they were like, okay, that worked. And it's funny, as he runs off to say bye to Ned and MJ, um, Toby McGuire is like, Ugh. he's like still in pain from getting stabbed. <laughs> and they look into the sky because the spell's working. He's like, is that, is that real or am I dying? He's like, no, that's real. He's like, oh, that's good. <laughs> he's like, oh, is this hell? Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh Lord, I'm oh oh Lord, I'm I'm coming, Aunt May, I'm coming, <laughs> hand in the sky. Uh, but no, the spell is cast, and everyone goes back to their places, and everyone forgets Peter Parker. So Peter finds MJ and Ned, and they're at the diner, co- the diner where MJ works, and they got into MIT. Good for them. Hooray! And Peter comes in, and she's like, "Hi, do you want something to drink?" And he's like, "Yeah, just a coffee." And he's got a note, and he's Everything he wants to say is in the note. And then he realizes, because MJ has a cut on her head, she has a Band-Aid, and he's like, oh, shit, what happened? He's like, ah, yeah, yeah, just crazy stuff happened at the Statue of Liberty. It's fine. It hits him. He's like, they will never, ever be safe if they are close to me. Fuck it. And he leaves the cafe without telling MJ everything. So, this is Peter. Poor. Alone. With his GED. Yeah. (laughs) This is Peter Parker. Sony and Marvel have successfully reset this boy. He is now square one with just him and his smarts. Mm -hmm. I didn't think they'd do it. I thought he'd always be rich and a little different from all the Peters. Nah. They reset his ass. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So, Peter is now somewhere in... I don't know exactly where he is in New York. Hell's Kitchen. Probably. Queens. Like the same place he's been. Yeah. And we the Bronx, see a the sewing fuck? machine and cloth. So no more machine suits, y'all. It's straight cloth out here. And the color is now a brighter red and a deeper blue. Just like 616 comic book Spider-Man suit. Y'all, he did it. It's the right colors. And on the front of the suit and the back, the spider symbols are different. And they are the symbols for Andrew Garfield's suit and Tobey Maguire's suit. So he's like, those are my boys. And so the symbols are completely different from each other. It's like a fat spider and then the really thin one with the legs. He put it on the front and the back of his suit. So they'll always be with him. And he hops out into the snow and webs around the corner. And it's like, oh shit. Good for him. So we have a couple of scenes afterward. Actually one. No, two. Whatever. So, we see Eddie Brock. He's in Tijuana, I guess. I don't know. The what... bartender was speaking Spanish. He could have been anywhere. He's yeah. in a bar in a Latin American country. Yes. And the symbiotes yelling at him because they're getting drunk. And <laughs> they're kind of watching all this shit go down on the news. And so, 
And Eddie's like asking the bartender to explain all of the things that have happened in this world that have led up to this point. Yes. So the bartender is explaining the events that led up to Infinity War and the blip and Endgame and all of this crazy shit. And Eddie Brock is just like, wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat that for me again? Because remember, he's drunk and it's the wildest shit he's ever heard. Yes. So um, I learned in the Venom movie, the second one, at the end, the Venom symbiote is talking to Eddie and he tells him that all the symbiotes across the multiverse, so this is the first talking about multiverse, they can all talk to each other and they share information. He's like, okay, that was a weird thing for you to tell me right now. Then they start to glow, and Venom's like, oh, we're going on a trip. And then they disappear in the movie. So, I don't think he got grabbed because of the spell. I think the symbiote can do that on its own, I guess? No, I think he got grabbed Hell, by the spell. Hell, I don't know. I think so, it was the spell. They're at the bar, chilling, getting drunk, and then they start glowing again. And the Venom suit's like, oh, it's happening again. And they go somewhere else. I don't think they make it back home. I think... The next Venom movie is going to be him doing a lot of weird shit in the multiverse. Mm, we'll but unfortunately, out. he leaves behind a piece of the symbiote. So, that's how we get the symbiote. And it's not a nice Venom. It's going to be a bad Venom because the little piece, it doesn't know who's good or bad now. We're gonna it's going to go off and be evil. We're going to get Venom. So, Peter gets And possibly the, Carnage. Yeah, so, yes. And better than what they did in Spider-Man yeah, 3. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. So we get to, oh yeah, you're right about that one too. We get to see Bad Venom, which I'm fine with Eddie Brock being good. Tom Hardy, he was made to be Eddie Brock. It's, he's really good at it. But that Venom's good. He's bad guys, whatever. But he's good. He's never gonna. He's like Dexter. He's like, he's good, yeah, but he's, he's never, not. He's like, never gonna fight. He's not really good. He's never gonna fight somebody good to the death anymore. He's good. Yeah. But this Venom can be bad, and it's gonna hop into somebody's body. Probably Peter first, and then like, get off me. And he's like, well, fuck it, I'll find somebody bigger. And he's like, oh, shit, you're gigantic. And then he'll have to fight that Venom symbiote. Thumbs up. Let's fucking do this. Let's get Carnage. I just want Carnage. Yeah. Like, I, need, I really, really want Carnage. <laughs> I, need, I need Venom to poop out a baby, and it's red, and it just scoots off. And he's like, what the fuck was that thing? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant, I guess? <laughs> so that is No Way Home. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in No Way Home? Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go with Spider-Man 3, Andrew Garfield. He, Andrew Garfield, I have come to love Andrew Garfield over the last couple of years um, in watching different films for the Spotlight series, particularly uh, um, Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Like, that did it, it, like, I was done for, okay? After watching his performance in Hacksaw Ridge... I, I was a fucking Andrew Garfield stand for life. Like, he did so good in that movie. And I've just been consuming as much Andrew Garfield media as, as I can since then. And seeing him come back in this and be able to deal with the trauma that he had to deal with in his Spider-Man films and get the love and recognition for him being Spider-Man that he didn't receive at the time. Yes. Uh, everybody hated on him, basically. It was very much a... Um, a... 
Oh, what's his name? Like a, Joker a, a Jared Leto Joker yeah. situation. Like nobody could fill Heath Ledger's shoes, and everyone was very aware of that. Same with Andrew Garfield when he stepped into the role of Spider-Man. Everyone shit on him because nobody could fill Tobey Maguire's shoes, and he didn't deserve that. His movies weren't that bad. <laughs> like they were pretty good, and uh-huh. in this movie, he really got a chance to redeem all of the like. The stuff that just didn't work out in his movies, he really got to fix that. He got to show off his sentimental side and how fucked up he's been over all the different stuff that happened in his movies. And just, like, he's a precious baby. Just, like, save him. Yeah. Protect him at all costs. He was so good in this film. And when he saves MJ and he's, like, starting to cry, ugh, like, I was just crying. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, um, the Peters, they were great. Just like Katie said with Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker usually doesn't get a second chance at things. So when Gwen Stacy died, there's no, I can go back in time and fix it. No, she's been dead and has stayed dead. So seeing a Peter actually save the girlfriend and do it and just see him cry after, he's like, fuck, I finally did it. He's like, I saved her. It's been so long. That was a great moment. Just seeing all three of them together. And I love that they weren't the same age. That, that made it perfect, too. And obviously, yeah. they couldn't be because it's a movie and time has it gone by. It was beautiful. But the way they acted with each other. Like, Tobey Maguire was the older one. He's, he's like, like the dad. He's like, I've dealt with this one. shit. He, he's like the cool older brother that's moved and done a lot of shit in his life and come back. He's yeah. Like, he's the calm one. And Andrew Garfield's like that weird middle brother that no one gives a shit about, but he's like well, he's, acting out. He's suffering. He's yeah. he's definitely like Tobey Maguire's is past the suffering stage. Andrew Garfield is in the suffering yes. stage and just starting to get out of it. And Tom Holland is just entering the suffering yeah. stage. And it, it's really cool to see them together. Um, I appreciate Peter. Par- I appreciate Spider-Man because they just don't stop talking. And so it's always cool. Their dialogue, Spider-Man's dialogue in a movie is usually some of the best dialogue that you'll hear. And when you get three of them doing it, it's fucking awesome. Uh, it's so fast and it's so smart. Yeah. It, it's so cool when they were like finally working out the plan. He's like, we need to work together. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And they're running toward the edge of the web off. They all screamed as they jumped. So that's a Spider-Man thing. He's like, yeah. And they all did it and like I don't know if I was with multiples of me and we went to do something we'd all do the same because this is what you do I thought that was really cool they all did a woo as they flew off the edge I'm like that's so fucking cool man but yeah uh, I, big ups to honorable mention to Aunt May I love Marissa Tomei is an amazing advisor old person older person not old person to Peter in all these movies she was absolutely amazing and easier on the eyes but she was great. Um, I, I honestly, everybody did great in it. But the Peters, man. It's, hey, you like ice cream? Or three ice creams, Otis? I'm like, one ice cream. No, fuck you. I don't want three ice creams. You know You know what I mean? So, yeah, the Peters were great. Katie, who was your least favorite character? My least favorite character was the Green Goblin. Um, oh, really? Yes. And this is not because... Um, I think that, what's his head, did a bad job. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. 
He was absolutely incredible, okay? No other person can ever be the Green Goblin. Like, Dane DeHaan tried, and he fucking failed, okay? And even James Franco tried to be like baby Green Goblin. No, go fuck yourself, okay? He is the only one. Willem Dafoe was absolutely incredible. But the character of Green Goblin is the fucking worst. Like, (laughs) the dude just, he's, uh, I hate him so much. Yeah, he's doing his job. I know. I know he's doing his job. But that's why he's my least favorite. Because I just hate him through the whole movie. Like, god damn it. Just let them be happy. Nope. Gotta kill Aunt May. Gotta fuck up the plans. Gotta fuck up New York. Man, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. He was amazing. (laughs) Uh, My least favorite character, like always, I always try to figure out some special way to say it, but the unresponsibilitativeness, that's a new word, goddammit, of Peter. Peter won. So, like I said... Irresponsibility. I like... What did I... I can't remember what word I said. Unresponsibilitativeness. Unresponsitativeness. There like you go. That. Yeah. I, like I said at the beginning of this episode, this Peter was weird. He's rich and doesn't have to really worry about things. Tony was always there to fix stuff. In the first movie, when the boat is splitting down the middle and he's webbed all this stuff and he's trying to hold it, the Iron Man came in and saved the day. And he's like... Bro, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to be like you. He's like, you need to quit that shit. People could have died today. And he's like, I'm sorry. And then, you know, he gives him a suit back later. So he's always had people around him helping him out. But then finally he got bit in the ass for all the crazy stuff he's been in. All of these movies, it's him trying to hide something from somebody or do something. Instead of just being like, hey, MJ, I'm Spider-Man. I really like you. He's like, oh, maybe I can sneak over here and do this real quick and then get back to her for this date and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, bro, just tell her. If I was a superhero and I'd be dodging Katie and running off and shit, she'd be like, this dude's weird. I'm not going out with him. I'm like, hey, I got powers and I'm kind of doing shit over here. And she's like, oh, okay. Bitch, prove it. And then I fly and do something, you know. <laughs> but just, it's, it'd be so much easier if you were a little more just responsible and just be like, hey, we need to talk about this, but yeah, but I mean, I know he's a high schooler, so yeah, he, he, you got to like think of—he's like sixteen. His frontal lobe has not even been developed yet, and you—you you know, how many high school boys did you know when you were a high school boy who were brave enough to go up to a girl that they liked and be like, "Hey, I like you." <laughs> yeah, no. I know grown ass men who can't even do that yeah. right now because it's fuck it, it's too much. So. <laughs> Yeah, you can't right. really fault Peter for not being able to do that. I know, but that was just my biggest gripe in the movies. Like, God damn it, you were too spoiled. And then they're like, well, let's take everything from him. God damn, you're normal now. So, yeah, that was my biggest gripe and character in the movie. So, let's do seven word synopsis. And boy, howdy, I looked at my phone. Your boy made a lot. So, first one damn, gotta be careful where you fall. So, <laughs> Electro is talking to the lizard. Uh, no, Sandman. And he's like, well, how'd you get your powers? He's like, oh, I fell into like this collider with sand in it. I'm like, oh, what did you do? Oh, I fell into this vat with like electric eels and shit. He's like, damn, gotta be careful where you fall. <laughs> like, fucking truth. My next one. That goblin spinebuster was beautiful as fuck. I, I love wrestling. You know this. That was an Arn Anderson 
Just, he took him through the floor, y'all, with a spine buster. I've never giggled as loud in a movie about a, a wrestling move being done. Um, the next one. May said the quote. Ooh, she did. <laughs> the second she said that, I'm like, oh, she fucking gone. You don't say that shit and live. <laughs> she, she's dead in the next five minutes. Uh, Pop Pop Peter out here saving the day. He came up and he just looked at me. He's like, come on, bro. Don't do it. And he's like, you right. You right, Pop Pop. He's like, oh, my back. As <laughs> he gets stabbed. Uh, I need a show with the Peters. I would pay all the money to get it could be shorts but i just need to see more of toby when he gets back to his world and andrew garfield when he gets back to his world i want to see kirsten dunce pop up and he's like where did you go and he's like man i'll tell you later are you bleeding and he's like yeah <laughs> you know i i want to see that i, I want to see how their worlds work and all this stuff and god if they want to pop back up again just give it to me man I wouldn't mind a live-action Spider-Verse. I know we got it with the multi the cartoon one, and it was amazing. But, shit, give me, give me a, a live-action Spider-Verse with vampires trying to eat all the Spider-People across the multiverse. Your boy will be first in line to watch that movie. And then my last one is Peter 3 crying after saving MJ. Perfect. Katie? Um, okay. Tom's acting through May's death was incredible yes we have not seen tom holland do this kind of acting at all in anything that he's done so far um the his fucking emotion and the break of him having may die in his arms and then having to leave and going and brooding on his rooftop and then MJ and Ned coming and the other Spider-Man coming to kind of bring him off the ledge, essentially, is the best acting Tom Holland has done to date. It is gut-wrenching and emotional and, like, half the theater was in tears, me inclu- myself included. Like, he did such a fucking good job at show- showcasing these emotions it was just incredible. And then my second one, um, please make more movies with Spider-Boys. Mm-hmm. Just like Otis said, give it to me. Um, clearly, Marvel, like, we wants it. Everybody wants it. You made your fucking money with this movie. Like, you knew you would. You will make so much more money if you just keep giving us things, reasons, things that have these three Spider-Men in it. Throw in more extra Spider-Men. Throw in another world where fucking Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy is uh, Spider-Gwen. Give me fucking, like, I don't know, Childish Gambino as old uh, Miles. Give, give me, like, little kid Miles. Give me all, give me all of it. Okay, I want it all. Get more Spider-Verse. Particularly with these three and additional Spider-Men. It's so fucking good. And Spider-Women. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of good ones, like Silk. She's great. So, this movie came out December 17th, 2021. Damn, that was a Christmas-ish movie? Fuck. Damn, that was only seven months ago. Right? Right. Feels like a lot longer. Time is moving. So, what do you think the budget was? 
200 million. You got it on the head. That's the sound when you get it on the head. <laughs> I love it. 200 million. So what do you think it made? I know we've talked about this just off on the side because like, God damn, this movie made a lot of money. But what do you think the box office at this point is? I'm going to guess 1.5 billion with a B. 1.9 billion with a B. Ooh, almost at that 2 billion mark. Better yeah. get it, No Way Home. I don't know. Oh. If, I don't know if it could hit. Two billion? If I they re release this shit in the theaters, it totally would. If they Morbius it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't cost Sony that much to bring it back out. No, because it's all digital and all the theaters already have it. Probably cost them, what, probably 100000 to get it back in the theaters? And they'd and make, instantly get that back? Yeah. They'd make a cool half billion. Like. <laughs> Easy. And then with the new trailers, be like, yo. You want to see the Spider-Man again? They're like, oh, shit. People are going to go. I'd go. Yeah. We have it on fucking Blu-ray, and I'd still pay money to go watch it in theaters again because, oh, it's such a fucking adventure. It's so good. Yeah. So, like I said in, I want to say in a Doctor Strange episode, that I thought we were hitting the valley of these movies being so absurd. Lies. They are outliers. I believe right now, Spider-Man is still the most popular hero in the united states i believe he still is i don't think he ever won't be i think iron man or batman is a close close. second i think it's spider-man and then batman yeah so spider-man will never fail so just them cracking this movie out because the world was pretty quiet when the movie came out and there were some memes out there that like yo yo tobe there's people in this movie. You need to go see it. And I was telling people, like, y'all need to watch it. It's good. So, you know, even with the secret of multiple Spider-Men in it, the movie still made tons of money. So, you know, I, it's good. But I still think this was an outlier, and we can't add it to the list of movies. We'll see. Well, Doctor Strange, I want to say that's pretty close to a billion now. Doctor um, Strange is doing great. Shang-Chi did great. Yeah, it's just weird to see these movies hit a billion, just like the Avengers movie with five billion people in it. The these... Avengers almost hit three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they're up there with that movie, and that movie had five billion people in it. It's just weird to see, but like I Yo, said. If y'all release Infinity War Endgame again, release it as a six-hour film. I'll, I'll go watch it in the theater again. Spike it up. Make it five billion. I don't even care. I'll watch that shit multiple times in the theater. Yeah. So, I My guess God. we're still to the peaks, but soon enough, and it's fine, you know, just like every genre that gets really big, there's a time and place, and sooner or later, we're going to hit the valley of these movies, you know, and then we'll hit some troughs, and that's fine. If the fucking peak is almost fucking $4 billion, then the... You know, the troughs will be like, oh no, this only man a billion. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, oh, that's a failure. I'm like, promise no, you bro. It, ain't, <laughs> it ain't gonna be Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder's gonna make all the money. Yes, so, there's still movies, but I'm curious in five years how popular will comic book movies be? Because the oversaturation, it's already happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're not a Marvel or DC comic, it is tough out in these streets. Uh, the show, Why the Last Man, it, it's a beautiful comic book about a world with just women. 
because this disease takes all the men away except one guy and his cute little spider monkey. And it's the women of the world trying to keep him safe and some women trying to take him and kill him. It's just, it's an awesome comic book. Uh, a personal favorite of me and Guido's. And the show only made it like four episodes and it got canceled. I'm like, how do you fuck that up? There are tons of stories out there from indie groups or smaller groups that just don't work. And it makes me so fucking sad inside. Because people think that comic books are a fucking surefire home run. Nah, homie. <laughs> you gotta be real smart about them. So, we'll see. Um, I know some of the Marvel shows are having a, a lot of trouble getting started. Um, I know with Miss Marvel, apparently a lot of folks thought that it's a kid's show, the way they showed it off with the trailers and stuff. Um, it's it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot more lighthearted than a lot of shows that have come out. But, I don't know. A lot of the shows, and I think they're starting to get a little too oversaturated with the shows. Um, yeah. Just like Star Wars. Star Wars is kind of getting that point, too. A lot of shows are coming out. I think Disney Plus is getting a little much right now. But... I disagree. I don't know. But we'll see. Uh, a lot of stuff's coming out, and it just keeps coming out. It's like every other week there's something else that you have to get started and watch. I don't know. I'm just getting a little worn out. But... Uh, this one's fun. Uh, you got anything else to say about No Way Home? It's really fucking good. Thank you for listening to our long-ass podcast about it. Um, yeah. If you had time to listen to this, you definitely had time to go watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's shorter than the movie. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. yeah. But but no. Uh, go it, watch this movie. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's a fun one, y'all. So... Uh, if you have any other cool fun facts about Spider-Man, like, uh, uh, oh, he, <laughs> he gave Mary Jane <laughs> fucking radioactive poisoning from his semen, <laughs> uh, you can tweet us that. Alan Tompod. Yeah, uh, that was a whole story arc in one of the comics. Because, hey, go figure, if you get bit by a radioactive spider, that radioactiveness doesn't go away. It gets worse. <laughs> so, he poisoned a lot of people around him later on he got all grumpy and old and stuff so uh we have an email it is allentown pod no oh. that's not right sorry allentown presents at gmail.com we have a facebook for now <laughs> at allentown pod so uh we have maybe one two more comic book movies uh we're going through them we're gonna do an old school one greg picked a pretty solid one for uh the last comic book movie we're gonna do with him uh, I love the goddamn movie. It's fun. So, uh, but keep with us. We got a couple more comic book movies in the next year, and we'll talk about Thor, y'all, and I don't know, Hail Morbius, you know, whatever. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon with another comic book movie. Okay, bye guys. Bye.